JC Shazay. What? JC Shazay. I call um Justin. Is this too? Am I, is this joke too old? Am I an old person? What are you talking about? These are the uh, members of InSync. I don't. I never. Oh. I don't. JC Shazay, Justin Timberlake, oh, the other, the other guys. <laughs> oh, this is so disappointing. It's very upsetting that this is the it's, first thing that's recorded. This is very upsetting. I'm including this all in the podcast because that's oh, fuck. people need to know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, do you know what in, do you know I what NSYNC is? Uh, of course, I know what NSYNC is. Okay, I don't okay, know what the on. what you just said was. I know the concept of NSYNC. Because I said three, two, one, clap, and I was like, "Oh, we're so in sync." Then I said, "Which one of us wants to be oh, JC Shazay?" JC Shazay? JC Shazay? Who's Shazay? I would have immediately <laughs> picked it up if you would have said which one of us is going to be like JT. Then I would have yeah. been like, oh, I get the joke, but oh. you went for a deep cut, and I am not that yeah. good. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Man, that hurts. <laughs> what a down way to start the podcast. Yeah, man, let's just let's end this. Uh, Let me tell you about Blueface, everybody. Oh, God. Oh, my, oh, my God. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Soup. Oh, my God. Hold on. Fuck. <clears throat> Let me get my, my the juices flowing. <laughs> I, got, I got milk in the in the arteries. I need to clear them. <laughs> you got milk somewhere else, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome to Super Throne Watch episode. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome to Super Throne Watch, episode 20. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adioye. Joining me this episode, we got Roger Picorni. Yeah, Roger Picorni on Twitter. What's up, Roger? It's Blueface, baby! <laughs> the season of Blueface is upon us! So, before this podcast, we talked a little bit about how you guys know nothing about NSYNC. I don't think I know anything about Blueface. What's a Blueface? Is he's this a like rap- a? He's a rapper, and he's the one that's like rapping off beat, and everyone's making memes about it. You know, before the whole Twenty One Savage thing, they were making memes about this guy. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, and he's like blowing up because he doesn't rap on beat. But there's a lot of rappers that don't rap on beat throughout history. So interesting. This one, yeah. yeah. My I, my brain went from Blue Man Group to <laughs> <laughs> the cover of the Saturation Three or whatever it was, uh-huh. and I was yeah. like, it has to be one of those two. <laughs> nope, it's the third. It's the wild card. <laughs> it's the wild card. All right. Also joining us, we have not Moises Tavares, Johnny Hayes. What's up, Johnny? Uh, I think this is gonna be a good one. We're already like real weird, and we're like thirty seconds into recording. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> mad weird uh, today. If you're unfamiliar with the weirdness, this is Super Throne Watch, uh, a biweekly podcast. It's only on OkieBeast.com. Over here, we discuss hip hop music and break down the happenings within the culture. Uh, if you like that, subscribe to the show on your streaming service of choice. Read us on iTunes and follow at. Okabisa now on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, John mentions this episode being a weird one. I can confirm because I am currently eating Frosted Flakes and it's great. <laughs> and I don't plan to stop during the podcast. Um, and so you're if gonna, you hear some chewing, you're <laughs> no, gonna hear I'm some sorry. slurping. You're gonna hear some slurping. <laughs> ASMR mouth noises. Oh man, it's gonna be a good one. Roger is drinking out of his Star Wars mug. <laughs> Oh like my that. ooh. I yeah. have a Gatorade somewhere. It's for the uh, ladies out there. Also, <laughs> I've been playing Apex Legends all day, and so this might be a shorter episode because I would like to play some more Apex Legends because that game is dope. I played five minutes of it, died, and I left. I turned oh, off man. my entire Xbox. Odds <laughs> <laughs> like, are good. I will start at about midnight because after this podcast, I'm going to get dinner. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's currently man. about 10 o'clock. Let's all, let's all party up, man. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. What do you play oh, on, what? Johnny? I don't think I know what console you even have. Uh, I have a PS4 and I use a PC. So. All right, we gotta. I gotta add you as a friend on PS4 if I haven't already. 
Perfect. You and me, Johnny. PC. <laughs> we out here. These nerds <laughs> out there using your calculator apps, trying to figure out what's five times ten. You know what's fifty. Uh, let's talk about Into the Spider Verse uh, by various artists. Uh, that was a lame blessing. That was a bl- lame. That was a lame dig. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna try harder. There's so many it's, other things. Updates, you know, Nvidia drivers. Monday. Yeah. You know, using your um. Do you have the latest uh, update on your Adobe Acrobat Pro? God, I have no idea. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, I because <laughs> yeah, I uh, I uh, torrented a. I mean, I mean, I uh, oh, legally, whoa. I legally got a uh, textbook, and <laughs> I had to make sure that I had the right. Um, yeah. The software. How are you gonna torrent a textbook but legally have Adobe Acrobat? <laughs> like, I, I feel like those things are mutually exclusive. Uh, Into the Spider Verse came out late last year by various artists, and as we know, various artists uh, is a. I thought you were talking about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Various, various artists had a great uh, 2018. Uh, yeah. As you know, they put out Black Panther, um, and yeah, Into the Spider Verse. I feel like hits a similar a similar note. You know, movie yeah, various, soundtrack. Various artists did make Hamilton as well. Dude, did make Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, various <laughs> various artists also did the um, Shady 15, which was which yeah. was that uh, Eminem and they uh, did the anniversary album. They did the brand new. Uh, that's what I call music 69. Yeah, so yeah, that's we're doing it. Wow. It's, dude, various artists get it in. Get it in. Uh, have you guys heard uh, Into the Spider Verse the soundtrack? Mm, not not much. I mean, like I've heard, I've heard. I think like maybe half of it. I was not really a fan of it. Um, really? Did you watch the movie? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I love okay. the movie. The movie's fantastic. Um, but like even that, like the only song that like really stood out to me was Sunflower. I, I like that song a lot. I think it's mm. really smooth. Mm. It's, it's fun. It's a good song. Um, but other than that, I just felt like I didn't think anything really stood out to me. Like uh, the Mine track, I really wanted to like. It was whatever. It kind of I honestly instantly forgot it. To, um, and then I don't I don't like the uh, What's Up Danger song. I hate that song. Oh, so I fucking hate I, that song. I, I so. Well, actually, let me know why, why do you hate What's Up Danger? I don't know. I just, I just think it's like cringy. Like I don't know. Like I just, it's, I find it, so, I find it like hell, like really, like in the movie too. Like he's just like, "What's up, Danger?" And I'm like, Ugh. I love it because it's a song all about how a guy likes to jump off buildings and do dangerous <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's and, the thing. Like it just like reminded me like like almost like too on the nose. Like hey, you know, we got this, we got this idea. It's for a Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? And this is the you got to make a Spider-Man a music song, music song. Okay, no, and this, you know what I mean. Like this, it, this is definitely like a song made by like what a future industry plant because like oh, 100%. It, it, is, it is so like it is so like kids movie and I mean of course this Spider Verse is a kids movie so I can't like knock it for that but like it is so like I wish I could pull up the lyrics the lyrics are, are are poppy cookie cutter like like trying to be edgy but nothing yeah. about it is edgy but I still love it because I I like I think it. Uh, I don't know if I would say it understands what it is, but I understand what it is so well that I'm like, you know what, man, you get a pass because this is obviously like a song just made for this movie. Um, and like, I, 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 I kind of like the production. Uh, I like parts about it. Um, and I like, just, if I, I, oh, I want to get in my, in my, che- uh, if I want to get into my, into my like cheesy mode, like my cheesy, like uplifty, like, yo man, I just had a, it's, it's a Monday it's Monday morning. It's snowing outside, and I'm I'm driving to work, and I I need to get my spirits up. Let me just turn up what's up danger. I'm at max volume real I quick, know. you know. I feel up. I feel up. But like yeah. I had a slumber party with all my foes, 
Now I wear them like a badge of honor on my clothes. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Like, it's so cheesy that it's good. That's kind of where I stand on it. I, but, but I think it's like such a, ju- like, I think that if it just existed without the Black Panther soundtrack existing, like, I don't know. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's fun. But like, Black Panther soundtrack is so much, so like superior in like every way. And yeah. like, I think it achieves the goal that this soundtrack was clearly trying to achieve. Because like, I'm pretty sure, like, at least like from the way that I'm, I'm looking at this, I think that they saw like the Black Panther success soundtrack yeah and they're like okay let's like we can do this with everyone we can get we have the money let's do it let's make it happen but it just feels like very formulaic um it's just not very like kind of thrown together that you know kendrick there wasn't like a mastermind behind everything mm-hmm. um that kendrick was with the black panther soundtrack interesting see i i think i i think I'm, I'm there with you i agree with you in the fact that like i think the black panther soundtrack is clearly superior mm-hmm. um for me i think since this into the spider-verse is it is a kid's movie it's hard for them to like even though like some of these songs do have like curse words in them and dude like uh hit that line um and, and the sunflower song it's like she ride me like a yeah what was it? And, then, I, and that was really good in the movie though when like they, he cuts it off right before he says that like I don't yeah know if you notice that he says it like right, right. I, I thought that was That's perfect good. yeah it's really good um but yeah no it's like it's like a little like riding that edge a little bit which i think is interesting yeah um, but it doesn't have any of like like um, S O B R B E whatever they're called. They're definitely yeah, not yeah. like on this album, right? Like this is definitely yeah. like even though like, they do have Juice World, they do have Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, and XXX and Tassione are on this album. Like yeah. they, they they do reach in there <laughs> to like yeah, yeah. for kids. They do reach for a kids movie. Um, but all the songs are are relatively like ranging from appropriate to like we can censor this enough is that the song is still playable. Explicit song on the album? I didn't think there was. There Probably. is there. I think there's a couple. Yeah, because oh, okay. I remember listening to a couple songs and being like, "Oh man, I didn't realize they said that." Um, but it's nothing like, like there's not. They're not really talking about sex on any of the songs. There's nothing. There's yeah. nothing like too out there. I think the worst that they do is like some cuss words, like in sunflower, like riding me. I forget what I forget what the line was. Um, but yeah, I, overall I like it. Uh, I like the song "Home" with Vince Staples. Um, Man, I'm really digging Vince Staples lately. Like he's, I yeah, think yeah. he's he's been killing it. Uh, I think it, it might just be his voice, uh, the way he delivers. He has like a certain accent that like just just fits. I, I think it was actually Anthony Fantano that described him as he sounds like a little baby Snoop Dogg. Once. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> that's kind of it. It's this weird like it's very similar. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Smith, way up. Uh, kind of like in. Yeah, overall, Elevate is, is a hype song. Like, overall, like, I think, like, it doesn't have the cohesion of the Black Panther soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have, like, the mastermind of, like, Kendrick, like, being the one to kind of tie everything together. Um, but I will say this soundtrack, more so than the Black Panther soundtrack, I felt like they implemented it into the movie more. Because, like, for Black Panther, I think, like, the only, there were only, like, a couple songs that were in the movie yeah, honestly, t- I think I liked how Black Panther did it a little more, and I thought that Spider Verse should have like taken a little more of the hints with um, mixing it in with the score more. Because I think my least favorite parts of Spider Verse were when I was totally taken out of it by the music. Like, there's a point when it's a really emotional like I don't remember the exact scene, but I do remember there being an emotional scene where I expected the score to kick in, and then the mm. Little Wayne and XXX Tentacion yep. <laughs> kicked in, and I think that was my least favorite part of the Dude, movie because I, I was got immediately mad chills. like. I was, <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, oh, and now I'm hearing Little Wayne sing about being in the afraid of the dark or whatever it I'm is, instead scared. of like this, instead of like a beautiful score, like letting me exist in the moment. Whereas mm. I liked how Black Panther um 
like I said, with the actual score of the movie would have it like fit in a little bit more. Yeah. I liked um like how it opens with Sunflower with Miles in his room like listening to his headphones. I like that a yeah. lot. Or even they had um is it called Start a Riot? When like yeah. his friend walks in the room and he's li- like I like when it's like naturally into the world, but I liked it a little less when they would just kinda like instead of putting in the score from the movie, just kinda drop one of the soundtracks. Mm. And then Interesting. that that was the thing that I wanted them to do more, um, exactly to John's point. Like, they had the whole uh, Chance the Rapper poster in the background, and it's like, it has a four instead of a three, and they had the Weekend um, Starboy cover, but it was uh, for Kissland. Um, like, yeah. I thought they were going to do, like, more of, like, hey, like, this is just, like, the new music is, like, exists within his universe, and he's listening yeah. to it, and he's interacting with it, because uh, he's into street art, he loves music, like, they introduced that in the yeah, beginning. Like how it, I like- thought. Uh, yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like, yeah. when you buy the album, this is buying his playlist as opposed to, like, here's a bunch of songs that you recognize from the movie. Yeah, exactly. And I was th- I thought they were going to maybe, like, play around with that. Like, oh, this is, like, an alternate universe, so these are all new songs in his universe. Like, these are mm. the fresh songs going on right now. Um, but, yeah, no, the whole, uh, what was it, the What's Up Danger and everything, and the whole Little Wayne thing just, like, took me out of it. I, I did like how you know, Black Panther was a lot more subtle with it, and they let um, mm. the actual score of the movie um, kind of take over uh, when it needed to. Mm. Well, the, the one part that sticks in my head from Black Panther is a part where it's the driving scene in the Vince yeah. Staples, the Vince Staples yeah. song on that album kind of pops up and that like mm. I, f- I think there's that and there's probably like one other song in black panther i think that might appear in, this, in the movie the weekend the weekend is in the background the weekend Kendrick yeah, songs in, in the, the background yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah at the, at the club right or whatever before that vince staples scene yeah and then in this in this movie i can at least like identify more parts where the songs were used mm-hmm. uh like i mean it opens with sunflower um you have the what's up danger part you have the scared of the dark part i think there's another sad part because there's like two very sad parts in the movie um, and I yeah. think they used two different songs for both those uh, parts. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I kind of like how, how they use the score a bit more. But um, I, I, do, I, I think I am with you guys in terms of, like, a concept to, to bring everything together would have been nice. Um, because, like you, like, you could really feel that with Black Panther. Right? And this, it, yeah. it's like, here's the soundtrack. But, like, like it's basically just, it, it's basically just like a mixtape. Um, where they pulled together a different a bunch of different songs that like mm-hmm. and some of them were used in the movie um some of them i don't know if some of these were were even like used in the movie like was the Nicki minaj song in the movie at all i don't, I think, so. don't think so yeah and so like it seems like they just kind of compiled a bunch of songs um but sh- put- oh, i was gonna i was gonna say shout out to vince staples and sway lee for both being on both of the record yeah. <laughs> the black panther they're getting the bag like that, Dude, that's I'm awesome that's so do you, good. Do you think for Captain Marvel they're gonna have like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry <laughs> and Ariana Grande? Awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I would purchase the mess out of that. That sounds yeah. fire. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. So, if you guys are gonna give this one a score, uh, where are you at? Because I, I guess I can go first. Um, I think I'm sitting at like an eight out of ten. Oh wow! For me, yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I've listened to it, I th- I'm thinking like like a five ish, six ish, like just kind of mediocre middle of the road i like some of the tracks um i think i i just like don't think that anything really stood out to me except for like sunflower yeah you eat mm. those you eat those frosted <laughs> i also like that you're not eating them out of a bowl you just have like a tall cup oh yeah yeah spoon. exactly <laughs> i have a cup and a spoon and the cup says uh coca-cola on it yeah <laughs> sponsored jesus <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by coca-cola but coca-cola you can sponsor us hit mm-hmm. us up hit me up blessing at okbeast.com <laughs> yeah, Everybody I think I'm to this, kinda email around. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kinda around the same spot as Roger, where like five, six ish. Like I like the album enough, but I 
don't find myself going back to it. I don't even really find myself going back to specific songs. Uh, I think the Black Panther soundtrack really did kind of take some of the wind out of this. Because I feel like if I wasn't, if I didn't have my hopes raised by like you know Kendrick Lamar heading that entire project, I might have been a little more into what they did here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also think it does have the flaw of being the second best Spider-Man soundtrack thing. Not to like one of the Raimi movie things, but to the Broadway play. Oh my God! I was Turn wondering where you're going dark. with that. I was like, wait, yeah. what Spider-Man yeah. soundtrack had a interesting all right just because whoa turn off the dark isn't even that good it's just so weird that it's really funny interesting um, man i was talking about that this week (laughs) so that's weird dude that is because it was only on for like one year that is one of maybe my biggest regrets in life is when i was like 10 in new york it was playing and my family thought about going to see it but we were also like we don't really have four hours to spend it in broadway when we've got and, like a day or two in new york and like 10 people died in the creation of that yeah. production like, <laughs> yeah but i na- wouldn't like, i wouldn't chance it like now i do kind of really want to see what it was like if i had a time machine that's like maybe in the top 10 of like <laughs> like weird things i would just be like you know what i do want to see that because uh it's real messy but really funny and anyone who's a fan of spider-man would adore it if they like weird bullshit as much as i do interesting is the soundtrack on on spotify i don't know i've just listened to it um the main one that i saw is there is a great performance on letterman that they did mm. um, I, I i saw the a performance when i was little of them doing it at the thanksgiving day parade <laughs> they did like a song and <laughs> that, i was um, just like what the fuck yeah, am i watching there's also a great um <laughs> clip of all of them in costume which are like these huge really like, well-made, but also, like, kind of horrifying, awkward-looking costumes where they're doing, like, it's somewhere in New York with, like, a police chief talking about, like, safety on Halloween, where well, it'll be, like, the police chief being, like, yeah, you know, check your candy, wear, like, reflective strips, and then it'll be Green Goblin being, like, and cause mayhem, blah, and it's so <laughs> weird. Like, what in the world, man? <laughs> it's the most absurd thing in the world. Interesting. Spider-Man mm. is weird. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love Spider-Man, the favorite superhero. Um, same here. Let's talk about I am uh, over I was. What do you call I am greater, I than, greater I was? than I was? Okay, I was like, what kind of <laughs> equation are you naming this out? Over. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about twenty-one divided, or let's talk about I am divided by I was by twenty-one Savage. Uh, I'm sorry, Sir Savage the twenty-first. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm guessing we've all listened to it. No, several times. Oh, Roger hasn't listened to it. I, I listened. To, I honestly listened to the first. I think I listened to half of it. And I just didn't go back to it. I don't know. It's my fault. I'm sorry, everybody. Man, I let jo- you uh, know. Johnny, where are you at with this? I really like this album. Like hmm. 2018, I think it was the turning point for me going from someone who was very much anytime 21 Savage. I think I talked about it on a podcast before. Where it was very much anytime I heard the 2121 in the distance. I was like, oh, here mm-hmm. we go. For the next like 45 seconds and now that's like one of my favorite ad libs to hear because i know it's gonna be something great (laughs) (laughs) yeah this was um because i had been more excited to listen to it after that metro boomin tape when he had what were the name of the two songs but the two that he had on there that were both like really strong because the one was where he had that like weird asmr bit on it and then the other Uh, one was uh don't go outside right and 10 freaky girls Yes. Yeah. Some, yeah. Something like Point that. Is, yeah. Those two songs I really liked. So then I was more excited going into this album. 
And then that first song, A Lot, with the J. Cole feature, is incredible. Like, I was so, so not mm-hmm. expecting it to be that good. To the point where that might have been, like, one of my favorite songs of last year. Like, I keep going back to that so much. And that J. Cole yeah. verse is amazing. Like, I wish J. Cole was like that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Where, like, I feel like J. Cole last year for features was so good. Like Incredible, yeah. I don't know... And like I think we have like mixed views on 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 J Cole's last album, but like I I mean would you guys say that his features were better than his verses on the on the album or like one hundred percent yeah one hundred percent because like he spazzed out on a lot oh my um, god yeah like from the delivery being like that kind of like chill kind of like his words were muffled a little bit but you can tell how mm. it was purposeful and like it added to to the character of the verse and like the things he was, the things he was saying in there um the way he was flowing that like the yeah. speed at which he was flowing like all that stuff I think came together to make like an amazing amazing uh verse from him some people make millions other people make memes that's man my that's my tombstone <laughs> my favorite bar of last year maybe it's so, so good. good i laugh every so time good. i hear that still like that <laughs> i just have a massive Incredible. smile did you guys see yeah. the video sorry uh, this is a sort of a sign up but you guys see the mm-hmm. video for it it's fantastic yeah, oh my gosh it's really good so i good. only saw the snippet of because somebody shared it on twitter i only saw the snippet of jay cole's verse uh that's in the video so good the whole and, like he's so he's just like in the suit, just like just like delivering this rap, just yeah. super chill. And I'm like, man, I wish I could be that chill. Like, yeah. <laughs> how do I attain that level of chillness? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so chill. Um, so I I've also listened to the Twenty One Savage album. Uh, I think it is very boring. Um, I man, I've never been. I don't think I've ever been so bored listening to a rapper mm-hmm. until wow. it was Twenty One Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Hit, hit, and I don't know what it is. Like, some of these songs are really good. Like, a lot, like we talked about, was really good. Um, Monster with uh, Gambino incredible. is really good. But also, like, I, I don't think I was really into Gambino's verse on Monster really enough. And, like, it's really difficult for me to, like, not love Gambino and everything he's in. <laughs> uh, I think Gunsmoke was another one. Like, there's, like, quite a few songs I could pick and choose from. But overall, I was kind of, like... Like anytime I would sit down to just listen to this album, I it, I found it hard to get through because I feel like Twenty One his his or sorry Sir Savage, his his delivery is so. We, got, we gotta stop with the shit. Ma- wanna, <laughs> you make fun of Fifty Cent. You think Twenty One Savage is gonna is gonna shoot us? I I know I don't care about him shooting us. I'm just okay. like you know what you know we need to abolish ice. You know I'll get into that later. But I mean like, you know what I mean like we gotta we gotta stand in, in arm yeah. to arm with arm. You know? <laughs> Um, but his his voice is so monotone and like, bo- like I don't I don't know what it is, but it just, it just bores me. Um, and so like I I've, I've been trying to I've been flirting the idea of deleting this album from my from my iTunes. I just haven't gotten around to it yet because I don't care enough. Um, <laughs> but I really like the song a lot. You know, this must be a um, devastating week for Twenty One Savage. You know, all the <laughs> shit that's going on with his deportation and everything, and a blessing shitting on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he must be really taking this to heart. And I, and I don't want to shit on him because I feel like, like I, I feel like there are good things about this album that I just can't get to because I just like so bored out of my mind uh, uh, listening to it. Um, like some of the production, I'm like, okay, this is this is great. Um, there's one song I was confused by. Uh, let me pull up my iTunes and see if I can uh, point it out. I believe. Let's see. I can't, uh, no, that's not it. A and T. A and T is the song. Yeah, yeah. Roger, have a... you heard? Have you heard the song A and T? No. Can you guess oh. what A and T stands for? Um, I don't. I don't know what. 
stands for ass and titties. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong song, with that? That's the song. Yeah, I'll agree with the, that one. The, there's nothing wrong with that as the name, but when the whole song is just you saying <laughs> ass and titties, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like, heard, yo, I did hear yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> the song the is trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, in this is modern rap, and I can't put it on 21 Savage because this is him, him appealing to the modern audience of rap listeners. But I think as a society and as a genre, we got to get it together. Now, here's the thing. All right. Does ass and titties mean something different in England? Like, is that like... <laughs> right. Like, fan- fanny means vagina in England. So like, exactly. Does yeah, ass maybe... mean, like, cultural appropriation? Does titties yeah. mean, yeah. you know, like, racism? <laughs> titties could mean, like, titties is a form of currency in England. Facts. <laughs> like, titties is... Well, is titties is like, the pounds. Because they... What? Oh, my God. Because they weigh pounds. Oh, my God. He, like, yeah. big titties. Big pounds. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, and ass means donkey, and so it all comes oh, okay. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. just, it's um uh forty acres and a mule, forty asses and a titty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, oh shoot. But yeah, um that's all. That's all. That's but all yeah. I got. On Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I'll totally agree with you. A and T is a song, and that does exist. And that was kind of the one that I was hoping when you were like, "I didn't really like this one." I was kind of hoping you would like let that one slide. But no, yeah, that's not great. The rest of it, though, I stand by, and I think it's a, I think it's a good trap album where I like mm-hmm. I can put it on and I'm having a good time with it. But also, there's enough points on it where I think it shows a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Where it is, especially based off of everything else I had heard from Twenty One Savage before. Um, even a lot, just starting it off with that, that's immediately kind of sets you into this, like, he is, he's not above going back and doing a song like A&T, but he is also, you know, he is doing a lot, he is doing, uh, a lot. Monster, he's doing... A <laughs> lot, yeah. Technically, yeah. <laughs> no, like, the, um, I saw a clip from his live performance, uh, a few days ago, um, where, like, he's performing a lot without J. Cole, and so, like, he does, like, a he like kind of remixes his verse and he's like talking about like a lot of like socially conscious stuff that i didn't expect from him it was i think on because j cole put in his verse like the a day or two days before it came out so apparently physical copies of it shipped without j cole's verse oh wow and it was a different it was a different 21 savage verse where he addresses ice in it and all the border uh control things he addresses flint michigan and all of the like issues with the water and stuff there and there was something else in it but it's like a verse where he goes like hard in politically that that verse got switched out for j cole's and the digital release but there were physicals that shipped without j cole's verse and just had that extra 21 huh. on it mm-hmm. yeah he had to switch it out because he knew no. yeah which is ironic that uh i saw that like someone talking about since this deportation they were like man i guess ice finally heard that physical version and decided <laughs> they wanted him out of the country <laughs> they're like we cannot let this yeah slide. <laughs> 21 knows too much so they uh they kicked him out <laughs> but yeah and i don't like i don't i don't i won't make it clear for those listening i don't judge anyone uh who listens to mr savage uh in this album <laughs> i think like i think for me it's just the fact that i'm not getting it like because like i listen to it and i'm like this sound this is produced at a good quality like all of this comes together in a, in, a, in a pretty good way but i am just i'm like bored to tears by it but i can understand other people listening to this and getting something out of it that i'm just not getting mm-hmm. um i think that's more more so the case than it being a bad album because i wouldn't i don't think i would even call it a bad album um i think it's just something that doesn't vibe with me personally uh okay. if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh so you want to you want to give it a score um 
Like an 8. I would give it an 8. Nice. I'm strong in that. I think one of the other things I didn't mention, but I can't, like, offhand quote something right now, but I find myself a lot when listening to him, like, chuckling along with certain punchlines and stuff, and I think he does have, like, a good comedic mind for, like, weird, obtuse punchlines that he gets to it, and you weren't expecting it to go that direction, but you're still kind of laughing along with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think his personality is starting to show more, which I'm really liking. So I'm That's hoping great. that by the next album, we're getting a lot more of the personality and kind of like chopping off some of the fat that doesn't need to be there where it's. Yeah. Those. I also want to, I want to Skepta feature on the next album. Mm-hmm. It's just um, him doing his regular. <laughs> <laughs> I want Skepta on there. I want gigs on there. Um, it's going to be great. Drake doing his English accent. <laughs> yeah. Drake, oh. Drake on there. Wiz that, kid yeah. on there too. <laughs> Man. It's gonna be great, yo. The next, the, the next Twenty One Savage album better be a grime album, and I'm gonna be all about that because I love me some British grime. I hope he at least references it, even if oh, he 100%. doesn't like directly have it. He's he's gotta like mm-hmm. have some sort of call to it. Yeah, has he has to have a light on in there about like icing ice or something like that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that writes itself. <laughs> about to ice ice, put ice on some ice. Ooh. Ooh, man, that's an Eminem wrong. bar. Okay, let's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an Eminem bar. Um, let's talk about Assume Form uh, from James Blake. Yeah. This isn't one that I listen to, but Roger and uh, Johnny, I believe you guys listen to it. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, not necessarily a strictly hip hop album at all, um, but uh, James Blake is um, has been um, toying around and um, collaborating a lot with um, hip hop artists, and in this project specifically, he has two songs back to back where he collaborates with Travis Scott and on the uh, um, and Metro Boomin. Um, nice. And I think this album is fantastic. It is. Yeah. Um, I think to me, at least, I I, I expected this to be because I, I knew very little about James Blake. I heard Retrograde, uh, Retrograde, right? Was that the I think that's song? what it was called. Yeah, that's the song uh, that's on Tales in the Borderlands. Awesome song. Yeah. Um, but that's oh. like, that's the, yeah. that's like the big one when they go into space or whatever. Like the whole like. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's is that, awesome. Is that like the, that's, that's not the title screen one, is it? Mm. Like when they're, I not think the title so- screen, but like. When they're introducing the episode title or whatever? Yeah, for, I think, episode three, I believe, four, whatever, okay. one of those, yeah. Um, but it's, like, beautiful, and that's how I learned about him, and then I was like, uh, I keep on seeing it popping up, and, like, uh, he's in King's Dead or whatever, he has a little interlude. Um, mm. So I was I was very interested in, in going into this album, especially since it has hip-hop um, influences in Travis Scott. Uh, I think this is gorgeous. Uh, I'm a I'm I also realized that he's dating. Um, I don't know if you guys watch The Good Place. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, he's, her... he's dating the the Nigerian guy. Yeah, the Nigerian guy from uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jamila Jamil. Um, yeah, Jamila Jamil. The uh, yeah. Mm. She, um, yeah, Tahani from The Good Place. Oh, um, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're they're dating huh. and, you know, they're tweeting about it, but he was talking that. about how, and they were both talking about how, you know, this album is basically, like, it's a love album, and it's just, like, this, like, beautiful, like, very happy, like, almost, like, um, honeymoon phase album. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really, you don't really would see that, like, just strictly from, like, the sonic level of it, because I think it's a little bit moody, and you might think it's, like, maybe a breakup type thing. Um, but as you kind of, like, look at the lyrics and hear what he's saying, it's just really beautiful and like 
and mm-hmm. it, like I can like relate a lot to it, and it it's like it's like kind of like the opposite of blonde in a lot of ways, which is yeah. nice because blonde's just the fucking like like it sounds like really nice and like happy like blonde sometimes, and then you cut down to it a little bit, and you're like, fuck, this is sad as shit, yeah. and I yeah. want to <laughs> die right now. This is the saddest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, goddamn, um, this is the exact opposite of that, where you're like, oh, it's a little moody, and you listen to it, and you're like, oh no, this is really sweet, and like he's in love, and he's like happy, and it's just like a really nice accompaniment. Um, to just being happy and it's like a nice testament to um to that and i, I haven't heard an album like an r&b album like this um in a while that's just like oh like you know it's okay to be happy and in love and you know not have doubts mm-hmm. and everything and you know it's 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 a nice it's a nice sweet album and i think that um throughout the entire thing it's a nice smooth listen um and uh especially mile high and, t- and tell them which is the third track on it with metro boom and production tell them is fucking fantastic i love that song yeah, so much very good. um Yep, I just I think it's a really good listen um, and a really solid, um, I guess R and B album, right? That's what they say. R&B, I would R&B. say R and B. I guess yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. What do you think, John? I am along the same lines where I think it's super gorgeous. Very, um, all the productions like really pretty. Yeah, like really well done. My big takeaway from it was uh, there's an Andre 3000 verse. Oh yeah, I forgot about, about that. halfway through that. Every time Andre does anything, it's incredible. But this is like oh yeah just another he shows up and just absolutely kills it where it's i think the song is called where's the catch yeah yes which it's probably the darkest moment on the album mm-hmm. probably yeah ish yeah i don't know but so. it's very like um well like it kind of says where it is from the perspective of uh someone in that honeymoon phase like kind of questioning that all right where is the catch when is it gonna get that like something's got a tip yeah so it feels a little bit like anxiety ridden um and james blake has like super pretty intros and outros but that like middle section of the andre 3000 verse was like full body chills the first time i heard it and he his flow is incredible on it and uh you know lyricism is super strong because it's andre 3000 um i love the travis scott songs i agree pretty much with everything you said roger yeah it's extremely pretty and i just uh i just kind of put the two and two together it, it, this is the opposite of blonde because you know yeah andre 3000 yeah so i like that a lot um nice. this is brunette what's that <laughs> this is, it's brunette uh. Uh, <laughs> this is the Honestly, secret I, this is just frank ocean just doing a, a white man voice it's wild. <laughs> Frank Ocean and Whiteface. As you guys are talking, I like I've been uh, adding this album to my library because it sounds very much up my alley. Yeah, I'm not one to like venture out of rap music that often. Um, but like whenever Roger recommends somebody who's like singing, I've yeah. learned now to take that <laughs> advice because the last time was SZA, and so uh, I, I, tr- I trust you with these. Yeah, I think you um, would have enjoyed a lot. Yeah. What's the uh, sure. What's the term in Kingdom Hearts when it's like the negative <laughs> energy of someone? Norded? Lame. Norded? Sure, yeah. James Blake is the Norded version of Frank Ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, the, he's nobody? <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. He's his alternate awesome. version. 
Oh man! But I I do find it very funny. There's a the there's a video for uh, Mile High with um Travis Scott and James Blake, and it's just like a very like rap like almost like spacious like Travis Scott like music video, and then like just like James Blake is just like so white and like nerdy looking <laughs> and just like in the middle of this, this like a, the universe falling. He's just like yeah. standing there, and yeah. he's like he he's like almost like his voice is so beautiful, but like I would not expect that from James Blake. No, look yeah. at him as a human being, like mm-hmm. but like yeah, no, he's this is fantastic and he's That's great and really he's good. awesome. Yeah, um, my favorite my favorite thing right now is I searched James Blake and like you know how you search people on Google and like to the right their image will pop up with yeah. a bunch of information. Yeah. And it's like a, bu- a bunch of pictures of this like white dude with with like brown hair, mm-hmm. um, looking a little bit like a more tough Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then I scroll down, <laughs> and then it's like people also search for that it's Andre three thousand, Travis Scott, <laughs> J Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Vince Staples, and it's like none of the, all of these are not like the one above. Okay, <laughs> but this it's is great. A little bit of a side note. But um, speaking of Googling and people's pictures coming up, it's kind of related to hip-hop, so forgive me. But um, have you guys seen that if you Google Sakurai, the main image, like the creator of Smash Bros. Sakurai, the main image is XXXTentacion? <laughs> <laughs> Some, Wait, someone what? messed with the Google thing. And I don't know if it's still oh like God. that, but for a while, if you Google Sakurai, it shows up as X. Okay, so now oh I typed in God. Sakurai. It's not XXXTentacion, but by the oh, second row, you already get to a guy with a big black guy with like a triple neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, great. Because it used to be that for a while, and then okay. at some point someone at Google fixed it, and then I guess a bunch of people through the algorithm or whatever ended up making it X pretty like around the release of Smash Ultimate. Like, That's fantastic. <laughs> Man, I that just reminded me of that with the Google images. I I just went down a dark rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, from Google, I just found a change.org petition that says make XXXTentacion playable in Super yeah. Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. In memory of his death, and 2,360. Ooh, two people have signed it now. Uh, they're trying to get it to 2,500. Oh, now it's at 2,364. I gotta click off of this. Um, <laughs> man, all right. 2019, uh, we're here. Uh, any last we're thoughts here. on uh, Assume Form? No, it's just fantastic. I think where does the cool. Where does the name come from? The album name? Uh, it's also the title track of it. Um, the first, oh, okay. yeah, the first track. Um, is Assume Form. Um, but yeah, it just seems like you know, kind of like like finding your way, like assuming form mm-hmm. within a relationship. That's what I interpreted from it. Um, yeah, I kind of got the same thing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, before we get into the latest, uh, which is our news section, uh, eight out of ten a few announcements. Uh, oh, eight <laughs> out of ten. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you too, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Before we get into our new into our news section, uh, a few announcements. Uh, firstly, patreoncom beast. Uh, there you can support us. Uh, we have a bunch of new announcements that we just made uh, this last Monday. You can go to youtubecom okbs to check those out. We uploaded a, a video about five minutes. Uh, it details everything you need to know. But essentially, we have new goals: uh, four hundred dollars. We do our D and D podcast. Five hundred. Uh, we uh, do our we do what's, what we're calling rare replayed, which is uh, essentially whatever you want it to be. <laughs> um, it could be a podcast, video series, let's play series uh twitch uh streaming series but essentially what we want to do is we want to replay through rare games uh from roger's cracking up i'm trying to figure out why <laughs> i'll stop it in the chat continue i'm sorry <laughs> uh we're wanting to replay a bunch of uh, all of the rare games oh, i'm clicking this image oh, oh no. no oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot 
<laughs> Roger just sent us. Please put a that pic- in the episode notes or something. Like people I need have, to see this. Oh my god! <laughs> make that the thumbnail. Please make that the thumbnail. Oh, <laughs> Created Kirby part like fucking kills me. So Roger just dropped an image that is like the, it's like the new fighter approaches image from Smash Brothers, but it has the three the three neck black guy <laughs> with the text message. I'm sorry. With the text, Master Hero Sakurai created Kirby, and it, it, it looks amazing. Uh, what was I talking about? Five hundred dollars doing where we played, um, but essentially we want to we want to replay through a bunch of rare games, do a series just about that developer because we love uh, the developer rare. Uh, Seven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, we're doing consumables, which is a video game cooking show uh, where we cook food based on video games. And so, uh, check out the check out patreoncom okbeast uh, if you want to learn more about that and if you want to support us, um, youtube.com slash okbeast if you want to check out our videos. Uh, also remember to rate this podcast on iTunes. And lastly, um, but not – wait, what's the phrase? Last but last not but least. Not lastly least. but not leastly. <laughs> uh, kind of Funny is doing a, a pretty cool thing called uh, Kind of Funny Up-and-Comers where they essentially uh, – they're bringing out uh, somebody or two different content creators in the community to come out and – uh, work at their office for about a week uh and so if you're listening i encourage you guys uh if you if you think anybody from okay beast uh or like even i guess roger and johnny at this point you guys are pretty much on okay beast um <laughs> so if you, you think if, if you think you. if you want any of us uh to be a part of that opportunity you can go to kind of funny.com slash up and comers uh you can nominate anyone even if it's not us any any content creator which you who you love you enjoy their content uh check that uh check out that link uh, nominate them, say some kind words, uh, and yeah, one of us might get to work at Kind of Funny. Also, uh, anyone who is voting for me, put your vote toward Blessing. He deserves it more than I do. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I wholeheartedly draw, like, stand Johnny by is. that. Thank you, Dude, appreciate you work it. your ass off. You totally deserve that. <laughs> oh man, I agree. Uh, let's talk about... <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about um the news. And so, oh, some no. things happened this week. Oh, no, guys. A couple things. So, uh, a, a rapper who, uh, in the U.S., he goes by Twenty One Savage, formerly but, uh, known as Twenty One Savage, formerly formerly <laughs> known as Twenty One Savage, now known as Sir Savage the Twenty First, uh, was arrested the other day uh, for what was it? He was he was here past his visa. Yeah, yeah. So he was um um he came here, I believe, two thousand five. Yes, since two thousand five, I think mm-hmm. he was twelve or thirteen around that time. Yeah. So he was really young. Um, and he overstayed his visa and he never renewed it. And um, yeah, and they um they got him in a sting operation. Uh, I think that they also got another rapper that we don't know. Like I, I don't think anyone else know this rapper, but they did like a it was like a very targeted like situation apparently. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it seems like they're in the process of deporting him. Back to uh, the UK, uh, mm-hmm. which is an interesting location <laughs> yeah. for Twenty One Savage to be <laughs> to be here from. Yeah, I was not um, expecting that one. Yeah, it's like a, it's a fun twist that has um, fun is a weird word, but it's a twist that has provided a lot of memes and a lot of jokes on Twitter. But it is a sad situation. And it got Demi Lovato to delete her Twitter. <laughs> and it got that was the whole other thing, right? Where like people, so people were memeing hard. People were going in because this is me. Yeah. As as soon as this news came out. Within ten minutes, I had a video on on Twitter. Yeah, like I, it was immediate. Where I was like, "All right, well, I guess I, I guess I have to stop what I'm doing." Um, but yeah, people were going in, and then Demi, Demi Lovato, I forget her exact tweet, but it was something along the lines of like, 
the best Super Bowl part was... of the Super Bowl was these 21 Savage memes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she got bullied off the platform for saying <laughs> yeah. the most innocuous thing ever. <laughs> and like, then everybody, the everybody stopped making fun of 21 Savage, turned and to Demi Lovato, and just went out in on Out of that, them. then the meme cycle turned to people memeing about Demi Lovato getting kicked off of Twitter, <laughs> which is... I love it. The most I, black mirror I, thing I've ever seen. I, I love it so much because people are just mean nowadays. Oh, I like, love it. Not, I love it when people are mean, blessing God. <laughs> no, because like usually I hate it. Usually I'm like, man, people on the internet need to be nicer. We need to love each other. We need to be positive, all this stuff. But the fact that I didn't see one tweet after Demi Lovato deleted her Twitter, no, not one person was like, hey, we need to treat people better. Everybody was still just going in. Yeah. People were making fun of the fact that she was leaving. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like it where people just had no remorse, no, yeah, no like terrifying. no mercy. Um, and yeah, to the point where I was like, man, this is hilarious. Um, so I'm, 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 I, my heart goes out to Demi Lovato. Not really. My heart more so goes out to 21 yeah, Savage, if say. anything. Um Oh my god guys. it's a it's a very <laughs> strange situation that i didn't expect to read on a sunday morning uh yeah i when i first saw it i was with my brother um <laughs> i got a notification because google google knows what the fuck is up they know they know what i want they know the type of shit i look for <laughs> and i just see a headline it's just like <laughs> he gets deported because he's a uk citizen and then yeah. i looked at my brother i was like this has to be an onion article right like this has to be like that <laughs> yeah that's what i thought too up, i follow but... so many of those like fake joke news websites yeah i was 100 to... percent sure that was i it, thought so. it was a, it reads like a click hole uh yeah. the headline yeah 100 percent the original the original source I got it from, or I saw it on, on from Twitter, was like a local news channel. Yeah, and I, yeah. I clicked it and I was like, "There's no way this is real." I clicked the profile and had a, one of those blue check marks, and I was like, "I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be real." Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So let's let's get this, the, the 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 serious part of the way. Like, I think it's fucked up that he got arrested and he's he's getting you know deported to a place that he uh, literally has probably no one that like he really knows or is close to. It, at least that's mm-hmm. what it seems to. I think it was kind. Of, There's a lot of misinformation in the beginning um, because people like I think like a, a, an ICE agent told CNN that his entire um, like uh, persona is fake. Which I don't yeah. think is true at all, because like it seems that that, that was just like a one-off statement, um, and it seems like this is like not a fake. Like he that he just ended up growing in, growing up in Atlanta and didn't really talk about it to you know to I assume bolster his his persona, but still like it seems like he grew up in Atlanta and really went through all the shit that he talks about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's of course the memes are just memes, but I, I just think it's kind of fucked up that like this dude is. One is um is a dreamer basically like he is a, mm-hmm. I mean there's a whole political um thing going on there but also like um inspires millions of people around the country is extremely popular a good role model um and even mm-hmm. though like he has a he has a dagger on his forehead he's a really good role model for kids sometimes like he's like talking about you <laughs> know the no, amount of charity work that he does is ridiculous no yeah no mm-hmm. like and he's like he's like you need to save your buddy like don't buy jewelry yeah. you know stop drinking lean like and you know he's like really like kind of like on that. Cha- change up uh like hey like we need to like realize like how to be better people here um and also like past that taxes (laughs) he's like giving millions of dollars in taxes and like i just think it's kind of a weird situation just kind of fucked up that like they're like that the ice is like so excited about this like oh we got him we got 21 savage we're gonna go back to the uk like all right sure like yeah deport 21 savage okay cool and then he's gonna give millions of dollars to the uk government because he's gonna be paying taxes there um I think it's an unfortunate and fucked up situation. I hope that it gets resolved. Uh, academics has been saying that there's a weird, like, interesting um, 
explanation to all of this. Um, so I don't know if academics is just full of shit as per usual. Um, but I, I want to see how this shakes out and uh, to see if, you know, what the true origin behind all of this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting. Yeah, and it, it, it the whole system kind of sucks for this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my like my sister, it my sister, my second older sister uh, was born in Nigeria, right? And me and my other sisters were all born in the U.S. And for her, uh, her getting her uh, citizenship and like her the whole process of her like becoming a full American was so weird. Something that dragged on into her twenties and something that like is very unnecessary for somebody who lived in Nigeria for I think like maybe like a year of their life uh, and came back here uh, and like was here as a baby and did all these things um and so yeah heart goes out again to 21 savage hopes he will, he's able to figure all this out um and now that we have all the serious stuff out the way let me get these jokes off real quick <laughs> um you think when uh when 21 savage said uh eighth grade got caught with a pistol you think he was talking about like one of the muskets <laughs> <laughs> you think that was the pistol he was talking about <laughs> anyone no. 21 no okay uh, that was a good one i'll give you that yeah thank you appreciate it appreciate my favorite's it. still the uh shooters in red and then it's like colonial <laughs> british soldiers oh shoot my favorite oh, is man. he needed a 12 car garage and he had, had like the huge like double decker trolley <laughs> Oh, some good memes. Oh man, some good memes. Letter, letter to my mama was actually a pen pal situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I got my jokes off. Uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, now I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Um, I only saw one clip, and you can probably guess what clip it was. It was the only, only clip that mattered. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Maroon Five performed, tw- uh, not Twenty One, Travis Scott. <laughs> I what wish Twenty One Savage. He might have. He might have. He might have. What if Twenty One Savage was scheduled? <laughs> like, man, what a miss. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awkward. But um, oh, maybe. Wait, maybe he was gonna perform. He was gonna kneel. That's a ice may- agents. They had to do dude, it. They had to stop it. Maybe he was gonna perform the SpongeBob uh, "Sweet Victory" Fuck song, it. and that's why they cut it oh, because he I wasn't wish there. The stadium goes silent. And then we just hear like ASMR <laughs> Twenty One Savage start we just to hear sing Twenty One echoed from the distance. So, what are you guys' thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, it's pretty trash. I mean, like, it was yeah. like whatever. Like, first of all, I hate, fucking hate Maroon Five. Like, I mean, like Agreed. they have some, they have, they got some. You don't like these... Adam Levine? I don't. I I do not Adam like Levine Adam Levine. Maroon Five as Levine everywhere. <laughs> I mean, like, they, they did go to the college that I went to for one year, um, but they also went to the college that I went to for one year, and they dropped out, and <laughs> they moved across the country, and then they never talked about the fact that they went to the college <laughs> that I went out, to. They dropped out, and then at some to point fair, got replaced by alien pods, which is now mm. definitely what they are, because there's no way any of them are real people. Like. Oh, no, 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 no exactly. <laughs> to be um, fair, Ludacris was born in my hometown of Champaign, Illinois, <laughs> and he claims Atlanta like it's his firstborn child yeah and so i understand the salt <laughs> yeah i mean i mean same thing same thing with tupac you know he was born in new york he was born in new york mm-hmm. let's just put that out there but whatever um 20, 21 Drake savage was born like in london <laughs> from where I- <laughs> Ooh, 21 savage was born in london let's talk about that <laughs> uh i thought it was i i watched it live just because my family watches it and i was like yeah it's 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 uh, I mean, it's already on the t- in the household, like it's whatever. You know what I mean? I'm already we're already technically giving the rating. Like I can't I can't not protest it. Um, so then so then um, it was 
<laughs> it was just like pretty trash. Like I was just like, okay, this is like really generic, like Maroon Five shit. And then Travis Scott, you know, no, and the whole SpongeBob thing comes up, and you're like, oh, this is exciting. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone else thought yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I, I, I actually loved it. Yeah, I, yeah, thought, I like, thought it was a big pretty old great. Meme. It's a big old meme. Like, it, like literally, that was the meme. Like when when the whole when the whole SpongeBob, um, you know, they, they like that was one of the first things people did was turn it into mm-hmm. the sicko mode thing. So I was like, oh, it's like a funny, like clever, like little meme thing. And they clearly had the new animation at the beginning of Squidward. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little weird the editing of it. It was a little strange. Like I don't know what the fuck yeah, was happening. Yeah, kind of awkward. Yeah, it was really awkward. It was just like and the SpongeBob was like doing like the the, the tongue thing. I was like, what is happening? Um, yeah, because th- Squidward was newly animated, but that SpongeBob was definitely the animation from the yeah. old show. Because you can, I think it's in a different frame rate it might even be because the squidward yeah. looks way different than the spongebob does mm-hmm. so it looks like they only wanted to pay the animators to animate squidward and then just use old animation for the rest of it so yeah it was it was strange um but i thought it was fine and then they go into sycamore and sycamore was just like whatever <laughs> sycamore yeah wasn't it I don't like think one they'll... verse of sycamore too like it was not the whole song was yeah it? no and then i no. thought i thought drake was gonna come out or something like something cool like that nah it was just like travis that's cool that's fine but like yeah, it was, it was whatever. I'm like, I, I still can't believe that this dude like came out for like what two minutes, three minutes at most, and he got he made the NFL pay five hundred thousand dollars to social activism, which is awesome. Yeah, that that's is awesome. awesome. <laughs> that you is know, that is the Travis best. Scott was the hero of the night because he was the one that they made a SpongeBob joke out of and all the charity money. Like, I don't care about the rest yeah. of Maroon Five. I didn't. Okay, so I didn't watch the Super Bowl because I was on the drive back to residence during the super bowl which is like an hour drive so we were in the car like listening to the game and then the halftime show happened and whatever radio station we were listening to was like and here's adam levine and maroon 5 and then maroon 5 played a little bit and they were like and it appears special guest travis scott's about to take the stage so now we're gonna go talk to someone else and then they just so the second travis scott shows up they go talk to someone about the game but it's not like actually talking to someone it's just kind of being like so, what do you think? And then they'll be like, oh, man, the Patriots are playing defense, but uh, the Rams are also playing defense, and they're going to need <laughs> offense to get through the defense. And then they're like, Maroon 5 is playing again. Let's listen to Maroon 5. And then uh, Maroon 5 plays for a little bit. You know, they're Maroon 5, so it's not very good. And then I mean, Travis like, oh, it- was... Travis was cursing a lot. <laughs> he was cursing <laughs> a lot. I can like, see. I can. Ne- I can never tell with those things because I feel like rappers usually bleep themselves or they'll um, censor themselves. No, they they like they had the cut button. Like they were cutting yeah. it. Like that was like that's what I'm like very interested in. Like was he actually cursing? Were they just scared? Like did they just and then, have yeah. the button? Well, and like, then they yeah. did. And they that- did the same thing with Big Boy though. They were like, oh, and it appears special guest Big Boy is about to make an appearance. <laughs> um, let's cut to someone else. And like, <laughs> so they cut away for both of the rap acts. Jesus. And then yeah. as as some thing is happening this radio station that we're listening to is like now adam levine and maroon 5 said that there will be a special treat at the end of the show so we'll wait it to see what that is and then i just hear over the radio broadcast the announcer is just like well adam levine is taking his shirt off uh nothing special that i can see <laughs> and then <laughs> like, some backhanded comment that i was losing it at he's so like good. nothing special going on and uh it appears that whatever they had was canceled because they're cleaning up the set <laughs> Good show, Adam Levine and Maroon Five. Back to you, and then they just kept going with the broadcast. <laughs> oh my god, how dare they treat Adam Levine like that? <laughs> Those fools. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I feel like rap doesn't play well on the Super Bowl no. uh, stage. Wonder why? Um, just because like the mixing and like I, you can't really. It's hard to really like lip sync rap. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe that that's part of it, but uh, yeah, it was whatever. Yeah. Like from what I saw, I saw um, clips of it. Yeah, I saw clips of it, um, and it seemed... It's whatever. made some I... good memes. Reddit's very upset. 
Yeah. I love all the people are taking SpongeBob quotes and flipping it around. So it's the SpongeBob very upset. You used me for a sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> I, they need to bring back Bruno Mars or Beyonce. That's where I stand. Or both. Yeah. Bring you back you know who's the, who would be the perfect person to do a halftime show, but you know they would never do anything like this. Anderson. Twenty One Savage. No, Anderson uh, Pock. He would be the ooh, perfect. He would be the he perfect be person. Good. Like he 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 can do everything. He has vocal talent. He can rap. He's everything. So like I I that would be the perfect person. But no, they're just gonna do. You know. Give all of Brockhampton the hat. Give <laughs> 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 Justin Timberlake another shot. No. <laughs> wait, actually, he got, he, like, he got two shots. What are you talking about? Yeah, sorry, I forgot. He, I was like, wait a second. No, give Janet Jackson last another year. shot. Man, I don't watch football. Give Logic a shot. Put Logic on there on the stage. He could. Have all the kids yeah, singing yeah. Sure. 1-800. Why not? Why not? All right, let's talk about... um. Takashi, oh man, I never want to talk about Takashi. Let's talk about Takashi Six Nine. I agree. <laughs> uh, who pled guilty to nine counts of what? What was it? Racketeering. Yeah, racketeering and a bunch of other shit. Like, that still know. sounds like a sport to yeah. me. Um, <laughs> how do we feel about this? Um, good. Yeah. Right. Like, is that <laughs> yeah. I, I think good is kind of it. Yeah. 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 I'm glad he got. I'm. I'm glad he's doing the time he deserves. I. He snitched. I. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Snitch. That's the biggest part. Like, what do we think about that? Mm. I mean, it's it's expected. I feel like it's it fit, expected. It fits his character. Yeah, I think. exactly. He, he, yeah. Academics would would you know would snitch. So I feel like Takashi would snitch. <laughs> I feel like if, if life is wrestling, Basically. then Takashi Six Nine is definitely a heel. Um, he definitely knows what all the all the things to do to get people to kind of dislike him. But yeah, I I, don't know, I feel kind of like because how how old is Takashi Six Nine? Sixty nine. Oh, actually, I take I take all that like back. Mid twenties. I mean, like, I feel like he's. I feel like I'm older than him. I'm looking this up. Yeah, hundred percent. Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, well that's older than I thought. I was thinking like nineteen or something. Um, nevertheless, I still feel bad for anybody who gets like kind of led down this path of destruction. Um, and it kind of sucks that he kind of made all the choices he made. But once again, he did make those choices. But, um. Yeah, uh, I get bumped out when I see people end up in these situations where. Yeah. Uh, Pray for um, Takashi. They want him to rot. I'm picturing him inside of a cell on a cot. Yeah. <laughs> J Cole went in. J Cole. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of yeah. where I, I, I'm at. Where like like good on good on. I guess law enforcement or whatever. Good on him getting caught. I guess good on him like <laughs> get, doing the time for the crime, yeah. um, as they would say on a CSI show. But like, I'm I'm all I'm all I'm also bummed at this situation happening. Like this him existing the way he does in the first place. Um, yeah, you know, the cycle the cycle kind of continues is kind is kind of where I, where I I sit with it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I never liked him to begin with. So it's like it's like okay, like I'm cool with this happening because it seemed like this was kind of like a long time coming um but it is of course unfortunate to see someone you know go through all this in the public eye and everything but i think you know he did the crime he's doing the time yeah my thing was you know that's good i've never been a six nine fan because i think my first introduction to him was like when academics was kind of talking about before he like blew up because there was a point when like he blew up and everyone knew who he was but i remember just kind of seeing him online and like looking into him and then finding out about all the like pedophilia stuff and then being like all right i'm not really interested in seeing more of him and then it was impossible to not see more of him yeah and then it seemed like 
like that pedophilia stuff. It's not like he went from there and he's like, all right, that was like maybe in some stupid young 20s person and I'm going to like try and be better. It seemed like he just kind of kept being a shitty person every way he could. And then like there was that whole thing where he like put out a hit on Chief Keep's like brother or something. And like he's just anytime I see any news about him, it doesn't seem like he is trying to better himself or anything to the mm. point where I feel a lot of like uh sympathy yeah like i don't and like, like my, my, my i never like anyone like... being in that position in general but uh when yeah. he keeps pushing it like that and isn't trying to better himself there's a certain point when yeah and my like, my sympathy is not necessarily for him mm-hmm. uh it's more so for the system that allows this to happen like repeatedly yeah, totally and for people like in spe- specifically for i think artists like young artists coming up uh being caught in the cycle of like I'm I'm gonna make music so I can whatever it is right make music for my passion or make music to get out of the situation and then kind of being led astray whether it is by their own um I don't know, their own autonomy or bad influences or whatever whatever it may be um I'm I like I I I feel like at a certain point I don't know I don't know if there's a thing that needs to be done or if there's a message that needs to be passed down or some type of guidance that that young people need to, need to be given. So like they don't go down this destructive path. Um, I mean, I, I, don't... I, I think for six, nine specifically, I think he was just completely ignorant to everything. Right. Like, I think that people have been trying to give him that guidance, like Charlemagne, mm-hmm. like I figured, I think it was fat Joe who did an interview with him. And he was like, dude, like, this is exactly what's going to happen. Like, you're going to end up in jail. Like they're looking for you for this specific reason. He's like, no, nah, 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 it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I, I think that it just, it just takes, you just need to listen to the people that have gone through the shit uh, that mm-hmm. you are going to be going through or might go through. Um, mm. so I think it's just like, kind of like, he just kind of, he's Icarus, he flew too high to the sun. He thought that, you know, he thought that he was untouchable and he really wasn't. So for I show, for show. Yeah. Yeah. But for artists coming up, take this as an example, be better. I'm sure no like future hit rappers probably listen to this right now, but if you are, if you are, don't do what he did. <laughs> also, if you are, please name drop us. Facts. Oh yeah. Also do that. <laughs> you know, it could be an ad lib. You could be like yeah. rapping about money or whatever, and just in, yeah. in the background, just be like super, and then the next ad lib be like throne. You know, and the next ad lib be like watch. On or just like, you know, you know, have someone in the background like while everyone's hyping them up, just be like subscribe to OK Beast. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's I'm all a beast, appreciated. Okay, like yeah. I don't play no <laughs> say in the faux K because like you're watching something. I don't. Watch my hands with what we about to role play in this dome. all right all right all right like, kanye west once out of the emi uh slash def jam contract that's our next news story yeah uh, coming at you from hypebeast yeah so um it, it's actually a source from tmz but i, I found the hypebeast article first for some reason um so yeah no it's it's it, this is an interesting i feel like this hasn't gotten too much attention in terms of outside of like the kanye fandom um, but this is like really substantial. So Kanye yeah. um, has been under this um, this contract, I believe, for like almost over a decade, like well over a decade. Um, he's been under, I, I think, under this contract since like late registration, graduation time. Um, well, so he's been. They say it was 2010 because that's what he would get. I no uh, no because that is actually the seven year mark is 2010. 
Oh uh, shit, the seven so, year mark is yeah. oh my god, yeah. So okay, yeah, so, so he he's been around he's been with this contract for EMI is the if you don't know, is the global I learned this today, is the global um head of like all of Universal Music. Um hmm. so that includes Rockefeller and just tons of different subsidiaries underneath it. Um so basically Kanye is saying that he's he signed this contract when he was when he was younger and it uh basically is can can has no time limit and it can go mm-hmm. all of his natural life at least that's what he's saying and uh according to Na- uh, California law a uh, personal services contract cannot last longer than 7 years because they amount to servitude so um uh, he's basically saying that he wants the EMI contract to be cut off from 2010 on which would have marked a seven year so that includes all of um everything from my beautiful tart twisted fantasy on everything he owns mm-hmm. all the um ghost. yeah all the way up to kidsy ghost he owns everything the masters uh you probably get more residuals from it um and in general like he it seems like he wants out of this contract in general so i think it's interesting i would love to see a kanye um completely independent i think that'd be fucking crazy um, I don't know what I that would no be. Idea what we get from that, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know, know if it's any crazier than it is. I don't know if we get nothing or we get everything. So like, I I I think that'd be very interesting. But like, I don't know. I could see I can see Kanye doing some weird fucking shit, like being mm-hmm. completely on his own. You know, doing some weird shit. Maybe signing artists underneath his own record label or something. Like, I don't know. It'd be very very interesting. And this is all coming off of that, just from reading the article, that uh, title debacle because he was getting sued by title yeah for not for no sorry for actually releasing life of pablo on other streaming services yeah correct yeah so do you think is that part of this too like or is that just squarely him and title having an issue i think that's him and title having an issue um and there was also i think and he's just going through so much fucking legal trouble like it's just like Mm -hmm. that and then also he got sued for you know the whole uh concert thing uh where he just like he just Mm. like canceled all his concerts in life of pablo time i just think like all these are like there's also a link in that article too it was six hundred thousand dollars from a fabric company yeah he's somewhere because he he didn't pay them from when he made yeezus merch yeah the album yeezus dropped like (laughs) He's wild. Like he's he's doing so much. There's weird a lot shit. going on. Yeah. He has, yeah. He also did. He didn't show up to Firefest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ja Rule is suing him. Um, it's just wild. Yeah. Drew ja Rule's actually he doesn't have money to sue him, so he's just doing like a death battle. He's like just like offering him, you know, a death battle. Trial by combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trial by combat. <laughs> uh, it's live streamed oh, by man. Fuck Jerry. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I, I, I hear Hulu is also doing one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I yeah. I, I think this, I just think this is interesting. Uh, I always like this type of stuff, especially like when artists. Because I want every artist to be independent. Um, I was thinking about today just about just about how Kendrick and SZA are gonna be or could be independent. Um, after the next album, I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, probably not. Yeah, because I, I think Kendrick is getting back in from every single thing TDE does. Um, yeah, uh, SZA might be more likely, but I don't think so. Um, but yeah, no, be either that side note. Is. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. Like the last, her last album was big. I would not be surprised if the next one, like, really hits when it drops. Yeah, that's that's gonna be huge. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just think it's interesting. Um, hmm. I want to see how this goes. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. gonna be a few more years, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Uh, apparently, Kanye uh, refers to this contract as servitude. Uh, due to uh, yeah, it being so long, uh, which to me sounds like a choice. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. All right. I'm, all right. That one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. not do that joke. That was... I was, like, looking under the first, like, tweet that I saw linked to this to see yeah. if, like, anyone had any, like, brief discussions or anything. And it was just, like, 80 replies of all just, like, hmm, sounds a bit like a choice you made there. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a bad choice, Kanye. Yeah. Uh, let's get into our next segment, which is Kanye West March Madness. Fucking finally, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. It's crazy how we're, it's crazy how we're, we're almost, almost March. in March. <laughs> Wait, we sh- no, we should delay this until March. We have to. We can't. Well, we have to. We have to start a new one in March. Oh no. We have to yeah. do the Kendrick Lamar March Madness. Oh no, because they're recording a new Kendrick album this year, and it's gonna be. No, we can't do that. Yeah, but I mean, well, the same thing got... happened with. Uh, Yay and Ghost Kinsey Ghosts have come out since, Fuck and Yandi was supposed to come out. <laughs> We're <laughs> supposed to have three Kanye albums. All right, fine. We'll do. A, we'll, we'll do a Kendrick. The chance one ever existed. We'll do a Kendrick one in March. Um, I just want to say, just like I weeded out all the graduation songs out of this, I'm weeding out all the damn songs out of the next one. So same. fuck out of here. Sure, we out yeah, here. Whatever. Same. We out here. Except for, <laughs> except for feel and fear because I like the, both those songs. Mm, except for XSX. I stand by humble being and Duckworth. Good. Humble's great. Humble's a very good song. Yeah, Humble's really good. Yeah. Um, this is the finale. This is the final matchup. We're actually supposed to do it on this on our um last episode of last year. <laughs> um, but I actually really I totally forgot uh to, to include in the notes. <laughs> so we're doing it now. Um, the last matchup, the finale of the Kanye West March Madness for 2018 through 2019. Uh, March to March, uh, is Runaway versus Streetlights. Now, I listened to both before this. Uh, I wanted to get the full experience. Um, Came out with a different conclusion than I thought I was. I thought I was going to go 100% Streetlights. I thought I was going to go for Streetlights. I listened to it. Great song. Amazing song. One of Kanye's best songs. But Runaway is just so special. And I, but I feel yeah. bad saying Runaway though, because I feel like it's too generic, and I feel like we're fucking, we're just sucking too at generic. the teeth. We're sucking at Roger. the teeth of our <laughs> su- of our slash hip hop hip hop too mainstream, our slash Kanye. You know what I mean? We gotta be getting sucking at the oh, Runaway so good. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like me doing a Frank Ocean one and being like, God, oh, Nice is so good. Uh, like you know what I mean? Like I can't, mm-hmm. but. Runaway is fantastic, and push a T's right. verse. But yeah, exactly, they're right. They're all they're all sucking. They're all sucking the right teat. Uh, push a T's verse puts it over the edge for me. I think that is the that is the deciding factor for me. Um, yeah, I want to hear what you guys mm-hmm. think. For me, I think I side uh, Streetlights. Ooh. Yes, and it's because Streetlights to me sounds unlike any other song that Kanye West has ever put out. Mm. It is not cocky. It is yeah. not. It's. It doesn't phrase as in control in any way. It's not about his fame. It's not about. Uh, it's not really about any of the like, the Kanyeisms we're used to, right? It's, I feel like Streetlights, in terms of subject matter, it's all about vul- vulnerability and like and uh, letting go of a situation that's out of your, out of your control. Yeah. Um. And in, in an album, Ada was in Heart- and Heartbreak, that is all about. It's, it is all about vulnerability, and it is all about um, trying, not necessarily trying to re- reconcile, but uh, coming to terms that you're a broken person. In fact, Streetlights encompasses all that, um, specifically, specifically with the, with the lyric that is not that's not necessarily deep or not necessarily like profound, but it just says life's just not fair. Yeah, so simple, so clean, but so perfectly, so such a perfect way to kind of phrase it, kind of communicate it. Um, and I feel like it hits every time I listen to that song. Um, other than that, the instrumentation, there are sounds in that song that are unlike anything I've ever heard. Granted, Runaway does have like the, the, um, guitar section that, that is not, not really a guitar. It's this voice, um, that is excellent. 
um street lights to me i don't know it's something about me listening to it every single time i'm just like man everything's gonna be okay even though the song is about how, how everything's not okay yeah um <laughs> that's where i stand valid argument these are both like incredible songs but i think that i stand by i've said it multiple times that i think beautiful dark twisted fantasy is not only the best kanye album but maybe like the best album i've ever heard maybe like the best expression of art humanity's ever made like i love that album with all my heart and i think runaway is the ultimate centerpiece that ties that all together and every note that it tries to hit, it knocks out of the park to a point where, like, the first time I heard that, I wasn't ready for it to be as crazy and vibrant and emotional and hard-hitting as it was. And it still hits all of those notes, and I still get, like, washed away in it. And it's one of those things where I'll be, like, drawing and listening to music and stuff all the time. And very frequently when Runaway comes on, when it gets to that section at the end where it is the guitar that's just his voice, I will, like, just put down my pencil and just listen to it and just, like, live in that moment because it's such a gorgeous, incredible piece of art that... I love Streetlights, too, but I think Runaway is something really special that I don't think Mm -hmm. any song comes near. I will say, I wasn't feeling the part in Runaway where he was saying, um, I make America great again, uh, slavery was a choice. <laughs> I didn't like that lyric in Runaway. No, that was at the ending, the, the non-verbal <laughs> vocal, you know, vocals or whatever. Yeah, he's just actually it, just humming that. It was, it was, it was only with the physical Wild. versions yeah. uh, because they took it out in uh, yeah. before. Push um, a T, put his verse in, and when he did it, he was like, oh, shit, I got to get this out. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I got to take something out, and that was the first thing to go. I got to um, save face, and then. That's why all this Kanye controversy happened. It all makes sense now. Pusha T was too busy this year or last year focusing on his own album to fix all of the issues Kanye's been doing. Facts. So he slipped up. That's why. It's all Pusha's fault. A little bit. All right. So it sounds like Runaway is the Runaway winner. Uh, yeah, I did the thing. Uh, I did the thing. Congratulations, uh, Runaway. Kanye, you can expect your trophy in the mail. Uh, congratulations. Just a gold MAGA hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh man! All right, let's get into our if next segment. I uh, draw oh, a ahead. big trophy and tweet it at Kanye. Do you think he'll respond? Absolutely not. Maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Have you seen Kanye's Twitter lately? That I man is retweeting yeah. everything. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. Do we try just to uh, put our name? Make it uh, look Rick and Morty-ish. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it's a Rick and Morty, okay. yeah. it's con- make it Kanye holding a trophy and making it in, in Rick and Morty in style. MS Paint. In MS Paint. You'll for sure retweet it. Yeah. Um, All right, let's let's get let's get into building the playlist. Uh, this is a, our segment where we each pick three songs to add to our ever-growing Superthone Watch YouTube music playlist. Um, you can go to YouTube.com/slash/OKBeast, look at our playlist uh, tab, and you will find this playlist. It is ever-growing. I do add the songs, and it's great. Um, my first song that I'm gonna add is "Dreams" by The Game. Uh, I think it's one of Kanye's best samples he's ever sampled. If you haven't heard the song, um, it's The Game rapping some uh, quote-unquote thug shit. Um, over a, a soulful uh, kind of beautiful sample and the way he, d- he does the thing that I like where <clears throat> I feel like rappers don't do this anymore where they refer back to the sample and like and they directly reference it like there's a line where he's like Martin Luther King had a and then the sample says dreams and like a very like uh, up-tempo p- uh, pitch um, okay. actually I don't even know if it's that up-tempo but it is like the sample that's saying the word dreams and he's like saying sentences and then he stops for the sample to say oh, the cool. word um i love 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 when rappers do that um and he he, he does that a lot with the with the word dreams in this song and this, the song just has like this cool like storytelling like kind of laid back deeper nature to it and so yeah that's my first song 
Uh, what about you, Roger? Yeah, so I've been on my sad boy shit recently. Some wild, yeah. some wild fucking sad boy shit. Also, coincidentally, um, an album that I think Blessing said is fucking terrible. Um, yeah, this. <laughs> I think this is the first Super Throne Watch episode to ever have the majority of the people here like the new Earl Sweatshirt it's, album. It is. It, it is. Bl- it blows my mind every day. The more I think about it. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> one of the worst musical albums ever. Oh I can't even God. call it a musical You're, album. Uh, that is what Reddit would call you on normie um so oh my god i claim it uh so this is off of some rap songs by earl sweatshirt uh the song the mint um i think it's uh featuring blue navy i think his name is uh it was one of the singles it's fantastic uh this is it, this entire record is, is is great and i feel like this is just like i don't know i, I feel like i just want to put the entire album as, as a song just like i feel like everyone needs to listen to it um but this is the, the latest album right yeah the latest yeah. album um oh man the mint. So okay, so I went to go. Okay, I, this is a side note, but I went to go to um, Genius and I wanted to look at the lyrics, right? So so I type in the mint, and then I type in the M I, and it shows me Mia Khalifa, like not like the song, like just Mia Khalifa. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, I wonder if she has some raps out there. I mean, maybe, hopefully. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I just it's just like this. This just feels to me like this embodies the entire album for me. Um, I, I think that it's one, some of the sharpest, uh, lyricism that Earl has. Um, I've just listened to this entire record and, but this, uh, song stands out to me. It's just dark and gloomy and just like fucking muddled in depression and substance abuse. And it's just like really grimy and gross to listen to, but it's also like, it's a nice listen. It, it's a hard thing to explain. I feel like this entire record is hard for me to even like vocalize, but I, I yeah, just listen to the song. It's great. Um. Yeah, the mint Earl sweatshirt. Nice, uh, Johnny. What you got? I have television, the drug of the nation, by the disposable heroes of hip hop. Chrissy, very what did difficult. You say to me, <laughs> say <to> my <laughs> very mother. difficult name to pronounce. So this was an album from 1992, I think it is. That oh, my dad showed me because Jesus. he saw them open for U2 once. Oh wow! Very weird road to get there. But it was, it's a super, like, socially conscious hip-hop album that, oh, wow. at some point, genuinely, it was, he heard, he's like, oh, you're on a rap podcast, here's, like, some rap music I've listened to, like, he bought their album, like, at the show, and it's this uh, super smart album with a lot of really, like, nice instrumentals, and uh, it's, the whole song is all about, like, uh, media using TV at the time, a lot of it could still be, like, relevant just using the internet now because you know nobody uses cable but uh, <laughs> um yeah I, it's super smart i think it's very cool and it's uh different than a lot of the stuff that i have been putting forward anytime we do do this building the list segment so i thought it would be cool to add a little bit of something else that isn't usually in the wheelhouse of stuff that i like that's relatively recent awesome mm. sweet uh, my second pick is going to be Anti Up, the remix by MOP. <laughs> Please tell me at least one of you two have heard this. Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure. One second. I'm going to it's open the It's a classic. And... Let me know. Let me oh, know, let yes. Me of course it. I have. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A- Anti Up, the remix by MOP is one of the hardest rap songs you'll ever listen to. Correct. If you're ever, like, if you're ever in need of like... If you're ever working out, or if you're ever doing something physical, or you need a, you need something to fire you up, 
Annie Up, I'm pretty sure, is just a song about decking fools <laughs> and like in like in fights. Um, there's a line on the, like one of one of the main main lines is kidnap that fool. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah, it's it's tough. It goes hard. It's a classic, um, and I absolutely love it because I am never not in the mood for Annie Up. Um, so that's my my second pick, Roger. What's yours? Y'all ever be driving around with your boo thang and you need a song to listen to and just chill out? You know oh what I God. mean? Can't you try, say you have, I have been, but you know what I mean. You got one hand on the steering wheel, the other hand on her thigh, and you're and you're driving around, <laughs> and you're driving around. You need something chill and mellow. This is the song James Blake featuring Travis Scott, Mile High. This song is fantastic. It is just uh, it, it, the epitome of just smooth beautiful love music and i think that everyone should listen to it if you just want to feel like you're loved for once listen to the song and um and just chill out and listen to it um and maybe be intoxicated or not that's it (laughs) okay on on that note We gotta get Roger some help. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Johnny, what you got? <laughs> I, <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, you just got this, like, I know this isn't a video podcast, but when Roger started this, he got this, like, look in his eyes. No, with, yeah, like, Roger the... has, like, this psychotic look that he gives He's got, like, the, the Greg computer. Miller, like, about to tell a horrifying story thing, and he's just about to go off, and all of us just have to strap in for the ride. Because you know what? I fucked up the mint thing, and I did not know how to say anything, so I was just yeah. like, you know what? I gotta go hard on this one. <laughs> oh, what a messy show. Yeah, okay, whenever you see I Roger's have... teeth, you know what's going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Charles Hamilton boy who cried wolf oh yeah Um, you do oh my god this is a good album the whole i wanted to put the whole album on there but i couldn't because it's like an hour long but um (laughs) this song is gorgeous i blessing put me on to charles hamilton just through talking about him like relatively frequently and then you put up that tweet the other day that um i think you actually have that song linked with the 8-bit dreams oh yeah it has Charles Hamilton is on it, correct? Yep, he's on it. He's yes. a feature on it. So yeah, that was I was reminded when I was just sitting around, I saw that like link and I was just playing Smash Bros, like hanging out. And I decided, you know what? I may as well like finally listen to Charles Hamilton because Bless talks about him so much. And I put on Pink Lava Lamp. And by like track two, I had to message the group chat and be like, oh my God, why didn't you yell louder? Because <laughs> like, I so should have been listening to this earlier. It's incredible. And the song especially was like, that's such a strong moment on it to an entire album that more people do need to listen to. And oh yeah, yeah. like right now, just go. Well, like, after the podcast, give us the full yeah. listen, then listen to it. Give us a listen and a little, then listen to um, the Pink Lava Lamp. P- listen to the Pink Lava Lamp specifically because that's Charles yeah. Hamilton's best work. Um, but yeah, Boy Who Cried Wolf, man, it's such a strong uh, song, especially for like me in high school, because uh, this whole song is about like a kid who it's about Charles, but like it's about like him in high school being kind of a nerd but also like uh it, it you kind of just have to listen to, to it to kind of get it but like one of my favorite i like how it opens up because i think if i remember i used to know the lyrics but it's like 
if I had a dollar anytime I heard this dude, what, what this dude got on, this dude is whack. I be- I swear by now I'd have a Benjamin stack, could spend it on crap and then get it back in 10 minutes flat. This is a fact, no matter my ability to rip on a track and then split time. Is it like the yeah. way he kind of goes off on it? Mm-hmm. So good. So great. And I recommend anybody go, go listen to it. So um, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I said this. I said this in the group chat. Like the way I describe Charles Hamilton is if like Kanye West and Eminem had a really nerdy baby. Um, yeah. Again so, with that. Uh, it he reminds me of Lupe too a little bit. He's got that yeah. kind of like swagger to him of early Lupe. Yeah, he has like the back like backpack rapper kind of like yeah. Um, kind of swag to him. So yeah, um, my last pick is actually the song that you referenced, uh, "8 Bit Dreams" by Mickey Fax. Um, I actually tweeted about Mickey Fax earlier in the week uh, because I'm doing like a, a thread on Twitter where I'm like tweeting a new like black nerdy thing uh, each day. Um, and Mickey Fax has a freestyle where he's just freestyling, a, <clears throat> doing like a nerdy freestyle where he connects all these different nerdy references together. Um, and 8 Bit Dreams is kind of like the song version of that where uh, it's like Mickey Fax is not like necessarily a nerdcore rapper by any means, he's like an actual real rapper um he's not really as hot nowadays as he was like maybe a few years ago um but like back similar to charles and lupe fiasco backpack rapper um kind of a spawner dude uh like mc like dude knows how to rap um but he happens to like be a nerd and be into like a lot a bunch of nerdy stuff so ape of dreams is a, is a song he did a few years ago uh featuring charles hamilton weirdly enough it's like post um post um uh, uh, peak Charles Hamilton, like is Ch- Charles Hamilton kind of like mm. after he kind of left the rap game, but mm-hmm. he still comes back and kind of delivers on this song, um, or at least delivers well enough. Um, but on Eight Bit Dreams, it's Mickey Fax featuring Charles Hamilton, and Mickey Fax has some great verses with just video game references, a great sample of the Super Mario World uh, game over theme. Yeah, um, the sample is yeah. incredible. Sample is amazing. Um, I like in his third verse, I'm literally going to read some of his verse. So you get an idea what he's talking about. Uh, it goes, had to pause the game with Bomberman. We blowing up, you know, what's up Raccoon city got zombies showing up, eating whole turkeys with Axel walking through st- streets of raised, be amazed, ran into splinter, leaving, leaving a pizza place, uh, Robotnik teaming up. No, Robotnik teaming with Bowser. That's as trouble as a game. That's, that's what oh, no, I, I can't really rap, but essentially <laughs> goes off like that <laughs> and, and, and kind of in Nixie's nerdy references. And it's real good. Uh, real fun. Um, he says some stuff about Sonic and Knuckles and references Ed Boon. Um, and so there you go. Roger. And after he references Ed Boon, they use the uh, toasty. As an oh, yeah, they use the toasty sound effect. Yeah, very yeah. good. It's great. Interesting. Sounds like, just, sound, just, just sounds like logic to me. Um, oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys hear that new Logic so- song, by the way, the Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves? I like that yeah. song. A lot. Oh, we, I, I forgot. We, I forgot to add it to the doc. Uh, I hate that I song. We, that ta- we so talked much. about it a little bit on the, the one with you, Emmett, Cool Greg, and I. Oh yeah. I oh, good song. thing I was on that episode, right, guys? Um, Listen, do we only have so many seats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can have a conversation about that or anything. Cool. Um, so, <laughs> you ever think about? Hey, you know, you ever look at me and you ever say, "Hey, Roger," you know, how were you? You probably were a really cool thirteen-year-old, right? You probably were a really cool twelve. <laughs> 13-year-old child, right? And you look at me, you're like, what were you doing when you were 13? What were you listening to? I was listening to this shit. I was listening to Odd Future, Future, Jesus Christ, yeah. Future, Rella. Uh, this song is fucking insane. Uh, yeah, I think is. that this is, this is exactly what I thought, like, 
I don't know. This is just it's just like ADHD, like just fucking shit at you. Like it's just like yeah. It, yeah. It, like every line is crazy and weird. It is the height of just odd future, like being weird for being weird. Um, that mm-hmm. edgy teenager bullshit. Great video too. Uh, the, yeah, I was gonna say the video is the exact like it, it's perfect for the song. Um, I I cannot imagine this song without this video because they just work so perfectly together. Um, and also uh has the first ever or the only ever Splinter Cell reference in any rap song that I've ever heard. Splinter Cell creeping. <laughs> yeah, Splinter Cell creeping in this bitch. You couldn't feel the stealth. Um, that always hit home to me. Uh, yeah. But mostly the biggest line to me, uh, pun intended, is uh, when tra- when Travis, Jesus Christ, when Tyler says, uh, then my dick went limp, so it took about three pills of Extenso. Now my dick harder than a five-door limo. <laughs> harder than a soft <laughs> right... Sort of, so harder than a soft right hook from Kimbo on PCP and cilantro <laughs> when i'm with your bitch i'm like when i'm with your bitch i'm like where my dick go <laughs> oh wow. i just love tyler i, I get it <laughs> because it's nowhere to be seen yeah yeah exactly inside he puts her his penis inside okay so um <laughs> yeah no it's great this is the great it's just like literally just like so fucking edgy and like edgy for being edgy um and yeah if you thought if you wanted to see what a teenager roger was listening to while he was inside playing Modern Warfare 2 in the basement for 12 hours a day. Um, yeah, listen to this and go down memory lane. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. You guys worry me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was playing Mario 64. I it's play- a great I game. I was playing Donkey Kong. I- <laughs> also up. a great game. Mario 64, I think, was the first game I have like a I never owned playing. a Nintendo console. Roger, what? That's a mistake. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta get you a switch. I own a Wii. We gotta though. get you I'm, a Wii. So okay, I, yeah, yeah no, okay. I, so this is what happened, right? So I, I worked at one of my last shifts at Quiznos, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit this job soon. So I'm gonna, you know, make the wise decision and go to the GameStop next door and buy a seventy dollar Wii <laughs> with, <laughs> with Galaxy Two. And I never right. played that game. I bought, I played it for five Gal- minutes oh, and I stopped playing good. it. Yep. That that hurts. That hurts person. so much. Yep. That hurts so yep. bad. Um, Doesn't have guns Jonathan. In it, so. What's your third pick? Do you hate when people call you Jonathan? No, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's 21 Savage a lot. We talked about it yeah. several times on this episode, and I had to put it in there because I think hey, it is... How many times do you talk about it? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think about, I think we actually talked about it 21 times. So, where's that? There we go. Oh, man. Yep. Cheerio. So, yeah. I just think it is the biggest showing of how much growth he has had as an artist, which is... I think incredibly impressive for uh the last couple of years he's been on such a big upswing and it managed to turn him from one of my least favorite people to hear on a record to someone that i am always excited to and i think that song is uh maybe the biggest growth of an artist i've seen in a long time i agree i agree that's a great song mm. um before we wrap up this podcast let's get into the question bucket uh we have two questions of oh, course yeah. if you have a question you can tweet at us uh we'll I add it to the doc looking at the questions so that i can like get a first impression immediately as we go in so i have not prepared don't worry they're not that deep okay cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> dave martinson asks 
Did you guys listen to Boogie's debut album from last month? Yeah, I actually, when I saw this tweet, uh, and it was right before the podcast, like an hour before the podcast was going to start to, I was like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to listen to it. So I listened to, I think the majority of it, I think I'm missing the last two tracks. I really like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's I, I was a big fan of Boogie um, uh, since this 2016 project, I believe. I was very excited for this. It's a shady record. Um, it sounds like a Dreamville record, um, which is uh, the way that um, Anthony Fantano compared it to, which I completely agree with. Um, it sounds sounds like a dreamville record it is very smooth and melodic and almost hmm. like r&b to like a lot of songs oh. i was very surprised that um but yeah no it has a lot of low-key bangers it has a song with jid which is fucking fantastic but the biggest thing that i took out of this record is that eminem has a feature on it and i think i actually guys i think i hate eminem I think he might be the fucking worst, guys. I think Eminem. I think Eminem might <laughs> be. Not, I, think, I thought you already hated him, guys. Guys, I think Eminem might be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is? Are you saying this because of his? His rapping is bad, or is uh, what well, saying, well, or? yeah. Let me pull up uh, exactly what he said right here. Um, oh, I, I know. I what left this is. my legacy hurt. Fucking absurd. Like a shepherd having sex with his sheep. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, no, he's fucking great. Yeah, man. yeah, what a great artist. Yeah, he had a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Did he now? <laughs> I promise he used to be good. He's fucking referencing you... Janice Dickinson. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, okay, like, how old are you? You had to be there in the early two thousands. Yeah. He was the best. I was. I was I like don't... two. Yeah, I was gonna I'm... say in the early two thousands, Roger was like three, and I was See, two. So <laughs> one day, I'm, I'm telling you, one meant, day, one day, I'm gonna be sc- my my kids are gonna be like Kendrick Lamar is the fucking worst. I'm gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. I'm, I'm imagine Kendrick Lamar. Imagine Kendrick Lamar spitting these same bars. That is like that is the trajectory that Eminem is taking. No, exactly. I was listening to this. I was like, this is Eminem is Kendrick Lamar on like in like maybe a ten years from now. I can feel it. I can feel it in my I heart. Hope I hope to God it. that isn't true. I feel it though. I feel it. Dude, though. if Kendrick Lamar puts out anything like revival, I will be so viscerally upset. <laughs> That's the man that made to pimp a butterfly. Is, okay, well, Eminem uh, made the Marshall Mathers LP. So Eminem is forty six years old. How old is uh, Kendrick? I think like thirty. I think uh, thirty one. Thirty one. Catch a lifespan. About. Kendrick has like probably like fifteen years on him. Uh huh. I think. Yeah, I think 31. Kendrick Lamar probably. I think he has more longevity than Eminem because like Eminem I also agree. like the drugs kind of mess with him. Yeah, and I mean Ke- uh, Kanye. You know what I mean? He's Ooh. he's still he's still killing it. Well, I, I don't know. Hmm. Music How old is Kanye? Kanye's forty-one. <laughs> Jay Z. In five, in five, in five years, I feel like Kanye might be might take the Eminem. I don't think so. Okay. Really? Because I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm I don't think it. I don't think Eminem has ever made anything close to Kids See Ghosts or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Marshall yeah. Mathers LP. It's a it's a perfect album. It's Slim Shady LP. Mm-hmm. They're great. <laughs> Fucking absurd. I agree. <laughs> it's like a shepherd fucking is heard. <laughs> My hope for Kendrick... I would be fine if Kendrick took the Jay-Z route. Yeah. Where he puts out a lot of really good albums, and then he has, like, say Damn is, like, the tipping point where it's, like, his next album's a little poppier and kind of fine, and then he puts out, like, two kind of okay albums. And then, like, he's in... Then Kendrick gets, like, old, and then he puts out, like, one incredible old Kendrick album yeah. and then we're all like alright yeah he's the best I'm, to ever do it guys, we're fine I'm just with that so, like, I'm just so scared about this like this is like the moment like I just like want to move forward like skip forward like six months and like see what happens like I can't yeah. wait anymore like I'm very nervous about this like he's gotta it, have something it, this year, it, right? it, yeah 100% here's, 
here's the thing there's a there was a point in jay-z's career where he put out this is like in 2007 he put out the album american gangster yeah oh, fuck. which yeah. was an album it was great it was like a great album and it was like kind of like a comeback for him because like i think the previous couple albums people mm-hmm. weren't really feeling but american gangster was get this tell me if you recognize this from anywhere it was based off a movie mm-hmm. uh and it, it was put out and it was put out alongside the movie um and from there I don't know. I think Jay Z Jay Z started to thrive a little bit. Well, actually, yeah. he had a bumpy ride up after that a little bit. Yeah, but he did. For for the most part, he didn't bumpy really have any up bad albums. To a really good last album, though. Yeah, like like, like Magna Carta, Holy Grail. I thought was still like good, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't wasn't bad. Um, the, the Blueprint Three wasn't bad. It was like whatever, but it wasn't like bad. Uh, I think the worst Kendrick Mark can probably do is like. I don't know. I think I don't think Kendrick Mark can go worse than Damn, and Damn was great. And so like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's either yeah. like either. Like I don't know where he goes from here. Like goes completely yeah. keeps on going with them, or does he swing backwards? Not backwards, but like goes back to like the 2015 to Butterfly type sound. Um, I gotta hope I he know. goes on to something else different. But what is I don't that? know what it is. That's what I'm saying. I don't like, know I don't... what it is, but yeah. I just I trust that whatever he's like, this is my gut reaction of what I want to do. That he's gonna make the right decision. It's, it's kind of hard because I feel I feel like for rappers, at a certain point, you have to have something to talk about. Yeah, and I feel like. Kendrick has talked about so much, and he he's been famous and rich now for so long. Yeah, that like I'm like, man, Kendrick, what is there going to be left for you to talk about? Go the Lupe if, route. Write some fun stories. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, like do more Duckworths. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Our last question, uh, it comes from Jackson Wells. He says, I know him. "Just to ask Johnny how he's doing." <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I guess he can't answer that. Hopefully, he listens and <laughs> tweets me in like two days. <laughs> Jackson, when you when you hear um, when you hear this podcast, uh, just text Johnny back and be like, "I'm doing good" or something like that. Tell him cool. how, tell him how you're really doing though. If you're not doing good, then tell him. Facts. You know? mm-hmm. My dog is sick. I'm here for you, man. He's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> what if his dog got sick? Does he have a dog? I hope he has. A, I don't I'll, know if he has a dog. I hope his dog doesn't get sick after I say that in yeah. two days. Uh, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, I've been blessing. This has been Johnny Hayes. That has been Roger Corner. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Blessing Junior. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Hayes with two H's. You can follow Roger Corny on Twitter at Roger Corny, and you can of course follow OK Beast on Twitter at OK Beast Now. Uh, Super Thumb Watch, of course, is a bi-weekly podcast only on okbeast.com where we will discuss hip-hop music and break down the happenings within the culture. If you like that, subscribe to the show on your streaming service of choice, read us on iTunes, and follow at okbeastnow on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and say bye to the people, guys. Bye! Some people make millions. Some people record podcasts. <laughs> 21, 21, 21. <laughs> 21st, 21st, 21st. <laughs>